We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And that'll do it. Knicks win their fifth straight at home and improve to 21 and 21 on the season. Another brilliant performance from R.J. Barrett. Greets his old friend and teammate Frank Melikina. And the Knicks are now 7 and 3 in their last 10 games. Yeah, and they stopped the winning streak of the Mavs, who had won six consecutive games coming into the world's most famous arena. Oof. Okay. I think, I think, I think, I think. That's some Knicks basketball. Um, man, did it feel good to watch that game tonight? My goodness gracious, did it feel good to watch that game tonight? Um, where's that team been? Where has that team been? I'm sorry, I have to ask it. That is, um, that is the best win that they have had this season. All due apologies to uh, the season opener in Boston. Um, I'm trying to think what even comes close. I don't know. Christmas Day. You want to throw Christmas Day in there. Um, The Boston game uh, a week ago. I just – that felt different. That felt different because I'm sitting here and I I could go any number of directions right now. I could go to RJ who had, obviously, he's going to probably dominate the conversation, as he should. Guy had a second 30-point game in a row. I think um, what I, I wrote this last week or something, or a few days ago. No, I think I wrote it a few days ago. After having, like, two 30-point games over the first, you know, 150 games of his career, he's now had four in the last like, 13 games. Um, that seems notable. Um, we could talk about Julius. A wonderful response from Julius. A great, not a good, a great game by Julius Randle. I know he only shot six or seventeen from the field. I know there were maybe a couple of possessions there that were not were not pretty. But to me, Julius embraced a lot of what a lot of us have been saying Julius needs to do more of throughout this game on both ends of the floor. And I thought he did it. That's all we want, man. You could shoot six for seventeen, but if you play like that. If you play like that, everyone's going to be fine. No one's going to boo you. Um, Mitchell Robinson, we can talk about Mitchell Robinson. We can talk about just the fact that they beat a team that had won six games in a row and has been playing as well as any team in basketball for – I mean, really, they've been one of the top three teams in basketball for for more than their winning streak. Um, you know, obviously, the defense, the whole thing. This was just – That's how this team can play. And that's why so many of us were so excited coming into this year about the prospects of what this team could do with the additions that they made. Um, I'm just so excited right now. It's easily, easily the most excited I've been after any Knicks game this season. And lo and behold, um, they are 500 once again. Um, And if ever there was a moment for Tom Thibodeau to look at his team and be like, look, guys, it's been a shitty year. Um, It's been up and down. We've had injuries. We've, you know, we've had some COVID. We've had booze and thumbs down. And like every one of you has went through stretches where you looked absolutely abysmal. We got a fresh start. We are 500 once again. 
let's see what we can fuck around and do in the next 40 games. If ever Tom Thibodeau had a chance to do that, it's right now. And the schedule is not going to do them any favors. They got three games coming up. They got to play Atlanta. They got to play uh, Charlotte. They got to play Minnesota. None of those games are gimmies. Um, and then things get really hard after that. Um, but look, the, if the team plays like this, if the team plays like this, the team's the, the team will be a team to be reckoned with for the rest of this year. And that's all you can want if you're a Knicks fan. All you want is a team to put it out there, give yourself a chance to win any night against any team, as opposed to what we've seen for a lot of this year, which is a team that has not given themselves – like, yes, they give themselves a chance to win occasionally, and then they take it away, and then it's like up and down, and it's – I just want to see more of this. I just want to see more of this, as does every Nick fan. Um, I think I'm going to get right to the Super Chats because I have a feeling a lot of the Super Chats are going to be around – be built around the guys that I'm going to say very nice things about. Um, Just – Just give me more of that. Just give me more of that. That's all I want. What a game. Um, okay. We're going to start at the top um, with Jeremy E. with our first comment. What's going on, Jeremy? That guy who isn't going to break the Charlie Ward curse. Uh, I'm going to be hearing about this tonight. Sure looks pretty good. When A, he doesn't have a month-long stomach issue, keeping him out of the gym, and B, conditioning issues from COVID. Um, look, I don't know. At some point we will get the full story on why RJ Barrett was, you know, I've said it before, the least efficient high volume player in the league for the better part of, you know, five weeks, six weeks. Um, I don't know. Was it a stomach bug? Was it something else? Was it a mix of things, stomach bug with a lack of – I don't know what it was. What I do know is that we're watching a guy right now. I think, I think potentially – I want to see a little bit more – potentially make the leap. And um, I want to be very careful with my my language here um, because the leap is – looks different for different players. But the guy that we're seeing right now, still not a perfect player, still has holes in his game, um, still had some ugly shots tonight, um, you know, and has moments where you're like, makes you question it. But then when he takes command of a certain, of an offense, especially against a defense that was playing him like the Mavs, or not like the Mavs were playing him, playing against him, which is the only way the Mavs could play defense because they're, they're not the best matchup for him. Like, yeah, he'll struggle at times against other teams who can throw some different looks at him. But against most of the teams in the league, he can go out there and play like this. Uh, They need to put the ball in his hands. And Kemba Walker has been out for this stretch of games. And it's just him. And it's Julius. And Fournier's kind of doing his thing on the side. And Alex Burks is doing his thing on the side. Um, not a great shooting game from Burks tonight, but I thought he played really well. And RJ is just kind of taking more and more and more responsibility. See, continue. Um, put the ball in his hands more. That's it. If you put the ball in his hands, it feels like good things are going to happen. So I would love nothing more than to have egg on my face. Um, happened last year. Hopefully it'll happen again this year. Chad Cohen, what an amazing game from RJ and Mitch. Yes. Let's talk about Mitchell Robinson. Mitchell Robinson tonight, 19 points, 10 rebounds, uh, 9 of 10 from the field. And let me pull up the uh, defensive stats. Two blocks, one steal, and just an absolute game-changing impact, especially on the offensive end of the floor because uh, Dallas just had no answers. Like Dallas – did not have the personnel tonight, at least, to do anything with Mitch. And they were looking for him early, and it was smart. Um, they couldn't stop him throughout the game. Four offensive rebounds. He is, when he's playing like this, 
again, especially against a team that doesn't really have the personnel to to match up with him, which again, Dallas did not. This is what makes you want to sign Mitch to another contract. Um, great game. Uh, one of his best two or three games of the season. Uh, easy cash on the Knicks win and RJ over 17 and a half points. Never going to lose at home again. <laughs> Max out RJ. Yeah, I mean, Jesus, if RJ keeps playing like this, there, there is no conversation about uh, his next contract. If he keeps playing like this, let's let's keep it going. Um, Greg Moran, full team win. Love to see it. RJ continues to raise that ceiling. I'm more interested in RJ raising the floor than the ceiling. I may be in the minority on that because to me, what was so frustrating about that stretch in the middle of the season this year was that because of his inability to really affect the game uh, at all on offense and like defense, he was okay. He went through some ups and downs. Like it really, it hurt them as a team. So to me, when RJ's playing like this, when he's making shots, when he's putting the ball on the floor, yes, the ceiling is risen. But for me, it's like, if you have this guy on your team and is capable of doing this and you have like a pretty good number one and some other pieces and guys that can make shots, that's a, a floor raiser. That's what's exciting to me. Great job from everyone playing team basketball tonight. Best team win of the year. Best team performance of the year completely. Let's go, Knicks. Cheers, KFS. Thank you so much, Greg. Always appreciate um, your uh, contributions and and thoughts here. Uh, Okay. Moving right along. Robert McGinley, my man Robert. All of us, including me, have complained at some point this season about RJ, Julius, Kemba, Evan, Mitch, etc. In an improved Eastern Conference, can we take him? <laughs> I swear I did not pay Robert to say this. In an improved Eastern Conference, can we take a moment to give Tibbs his credit? Look, the Knicks are 21 and 21. Um, nobody from the starting lineup has had what you would call a good season. Um, I'm not, I'm I'm obviously Mr. Tom Thibodeau defender here. Um, I'm not giving him any, I'm not giving him his flowers quite yet. I want to see, I want to see them get on a roll. I don't want to see them turn, see them turn this into something. I'll give Tibbs his flowers if this thing really gets rolling and I'll give him his flowers for this. I don't think he's done his best coaching job this year, but if he shows that he was able to hold this thing together where it looked like it was coming apart at the seams at times, then he'll get a lot of credit. And then we could turn around and be like, okay, the man knew what he was doing. Um, We'll see, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Ryan Huang, cullets for all tonight. I actually have a cullet in the fridge. It's not it's not breaded or, or anything. I may, may make it uh, in a bit. I am a little hungry. Um, hello again, RJ the Crow. I left. I was telling this story on the playback just now. My daughter grabbed the crow and was going to take it in her. Uh, I guess to like snuggle with last night, like as her like comfort animal, you know, as opposed to a stuffed animal. Um, so I grabbed it from her. I'm like, no, you're not taking this thing in your room. This thing is, is a nasty ass crow. And I left it over there. So I don't have the crow with me. Um, but the crow is getting a lot, getting a lot of love today. Um, but I digress. Uh, when was the last time RJ, uh, this is more by the way from Ryan. When was the last time RJ, Julius, Evan Fournier and Mitch all played well. Noel is back. Grimes looked great. Also, some solid team defense. Let's go Knicks, baby. Yeah, I thought Grimes looked really nice. I want to give a shout-out to Nerlens Noel. Um, uh, Benji was talking about it on the playback. I thought Nerlens played a really nice game. I know he can't do anything on offense. Defensively, made an impact. And I, I'm wearing my Taj shirt tonight. Uh, Taj has been great at both ends this season, but Nerlens can make a difference when he's playing defense like that um, quickest hands in, in the game um, at the center position on the defensive end um, can obviously protect the rim. Still 
he's an asset to them. If he's playing well, he's an asset. And I don't think it's a coincidence that they look good tonight and he played well. As as for your question about when's the last time all four of those guys played well, I mean, has it happened this year? I don't even know. Um, you'd have to go back a while. I was looking at the stats from opening night before. Maybe opening night, although I don't even think – I don't know. I don't remember Mitch making this kind of an impact on opening night. Harry Doner, my main man. Harry, best win of the year, 100%. Completely agree. I'm starting to feel like we may have turned a corner. So, again, let's give let's let's recognize what's going on here. The Knicks have now won seven of their last ten games. A lot of those games have come against god awful competition, missing players. Um, you know, hasn't been perfect. Hasn't been that pretty. Uh, our last win came against a San Antonio team that was obviously very depleted. It would not shock me if this this was the the, the turning point. Um, and I'm not going to – there's a guy who hasn't been here for this um, who is still day-to-day and who Tib says is, is uh, you know, making progress in the whole thing. I don't know. Um, This feels like the right group. Um, We'll see what happens. He's playing a nine-man rotation, so there's another opportunity for another player to get in the rotation. I'm not sure I want to change up the starting lineup right now. Um, This feels like the right starting five. Uh, With quickly getting in there early, I know quickly didn't have a great game tonight, but, you know, still. Feels like they found something. Cassius Clay, amazing win. RJ is special. We were too hard on this team. Were we too hard on this team early? Uh, Like compared to last year and we're just a second half of the year team. Well, I think the difference is that last year, um, I'll look it up right now. I probably should know this off the top of my head, uh, but I don't. Last year through the first half of the season, you knew that this team was special defensively and you were like, all right, they're special defensively, but uh, you know, there, there's a lot to be desired on the, on the offensive end of the court. And then they got Derek Rose and they started to put it together on offense. Um, this team, I, I, that's why I don't love the comparisons between this year and last year. Cause you've never, we've never gotten that feeling like, you know, there was really something like they really were putting it together. Then again, a lot of new pieces. Um, so I don't know. I don't know how to I don't handle that. I, I do think they have a trade in them. I'll say that. Um, do they need to make a trade to go on a run moving forward? No, because if some of their players that have been playing poorly over the first half of the season just play well from here on in, that's like the equivalent of a trade, right? Um We'll see. I'm very hopeful. Again, this is the most hyped I have been about this team um, in a very long time. Um, okay, moving forward. Oh, I see we have hashtag free Danielle Fischel in the chat. Big up to any any official fans out there. Michael Aaron, Knicks are 4-1 and one since waving Wayne Selden. Robert Cross's hashtag 53 wins is still in play. I mean, man. What would they have to go? Uh, have to go 32, and uh, I'm not good at math. They would have to go uh, 32 and something. They would have to win 32 more games to get the 53 wins, which is kind of a frightening prospect. Um, 32 and 8. <laughs> Can they go 32 and 8? <laughs> I mean, maybe. Win four out of every five games from here on in. Yes, thank you, Andrew. Um, Flausta, great to have another stress-free game. Every Yeah, it was really nice to have a stress-free game. I'll second that. My goodness. Um, uh, every starter provided points. And not only that, every starter played well. Like, it was legitimately good basketball from every starting player on the court. Um, and that is not something that we have – have seen um cool to see evan creating easy buckets for mitch we need to get more of these 
I think a subtle low key thing that has happened um, over the course of the last several games is Evan Fournier has started to look like the version of Evan Fournier that they thought they were getting a little bit more playmaking, um, more driving, uh, taking shots in rhythm, all the good things, less of a space cadet on defense. Uh, it's all the things that you want. It's all the things that they thought that they were getting from Evan Fournier again, when they signed him. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Janky AF. Do always remember Tibbs high-fiving players' hands as they come off the bench. Or do you always remember that? Feels like this is relatively new. Great pod with Mike Bassett, by the way. Yeah, Mike's awesome. I love Mike. Uh, He really – it's a lot of fun when he comes on. We get into all kinds of different stuff. Um, I've noticed it with Obi this year. I notice often when Obi comes off, he high-fives. But then again, if you told me, like – there was some intervention or something like a week or two weeks or whatever, how many weeks ago. And like Tibbs was like, man, I gotta be more, I don't know, whatever. Like it wouldn't shock me. Something changed with this team though, because this team was, this team was not happy playing with one another. Um, You know, I still have my concerns about Julius. Julius played great tonight. Um, but it was as recently as the last game where we were saying some not nice. I was saying some not, not nice thing, um, things about Julius Randle. I don't know. Um, it's a great win, though. Uh, it feels like the vibes felt good tonight. It felt like a team that liked each other. It felt like a team that was, you know, on the same page. So uh, just real quick. So last season, through 41 games, by the way, uh, the Knicks – uh, they were 500, or they were a game below 500. They had a dead even net rating, and they had a the sixth ranked defense in the league. So that's why I'm not I'm not 100 that it's the same type of situation. But this team is more talented than that team, so we'll see what happens. Um, Kevin Danishevsky, what's going on, Kev? Good to see you uh, in the playback and on the halftime zoom as always. Best Knicks performance of the year. A lot of fun watching on playback. Yeah, playback was great tonight. We had a, we had a good time. Uh, that third quarter was unbelievable. Best best quarter of the year. I actually have faith that RJ will figure it out with Kemba. 
Fournier looks night and day from a week ago. Burks is so consistent. Yeah, Burks even, but Burks is this classic example of a guy that even when he's not shooting it well, he still finds other ways to affect the game in, uh, positively. As far as RJ and Kemba, it's not a matter of RJ and Kemba. It's a matter of RJ, Julius, Fournier, and Kemba. All four of those guys like the ball. I'm not going to necessarily say all four of those guys need the ball, but those are four guys that have gotten very used to having the ball, um, either throughout their careers or, or over the last, last several years. You know, and then Kemba obviously does present some issues defensively. Um, what has to be said, again, I know the competition has uh, not necessarily been great, um, but this defense, this defense has turned a corner, um, and they have turned a corner uh, without Kemba Walker. It does have to be said. Uh, is there still a role for Kemba on this team? Yes, I do still think there is a role for Kemba on this team. I don't know. Maybe it's just uh, more staggering, more – I don't know. But, like, RJ has to have the ball in his hands. He needs the ball in his hands. Um, it's good for your present. It's good for your future. It's just – it's good. Yeah. Last 15 games, Knicks, the Knicks are sixth in the league in defense. 106.5 defensive rating. It's pretty good. Um, G. Beers, midway third quarter, I had a flashback to last season when teams would say how tough we are that we are after playing us. Yeah, um, 100%. And we just look better than, uh, than any of those games. Yeah, I, I, it was, again, best quarter of the season, hands down, awesome stuff. Um, loved it. Robert Cross, my man, Robert Cross, Mr. 53 wins. Now that the Knicks are RJ's team, oh my goodness. Is it fair to say that Emmanuel quickly can be a starting point guard and 53 wins are in sight? Let's go. Hashtag we here. Um, hmm. Can he be? Yeah, of course he can be. I don't know. I don't know. I, I like the size that Burks give the gives them. I like the size that Burks give them gives them in the starting five. At the same time, there will be times where they need more of a ball handler, more of a point guard on the floor. Um, and I think quickly is obviously more of a point guard than Burks. I don't know. That's a tough one. I I, I don't. You don't want to disrupt the apple cart if it's working well. My wife just got up. Uh, next one. You saw. Go hard, my wife. Unprompted, go hard. Do you see the crow over there? By the way, can you can you bring the crow over? You can touch it. Oh, that's what she said. Uh, no, bring the crow over. Uh, Sam L. Is Frank vying for our starting point guard spot with that three? There we go. Here he is. What a happy boy. What a happy person. Um. Uh, is Frank vying for our starting point guard spot? Maybe you know it was good to see. It was listen. I'm tonight's about the Knicks. It was good to see Frank get in the game and have a moment there. Um, uh, you know we always love Frank Nilakina here. Okay, uh, Bomani UFG. Do you think RJ is turning the corner and will finally start playing like a number three pick? Yeah, it sure seems like it. Right? I mean, I this is. You know, I th- this is if he's playing like this, I don't I don't care about the conversations about you know how good he is or what what he is on a championship team or this that and the other thing. I don't care about that. I just I just want to see him play like this. It's got Mister Crow situated here. There we go. There he is. Okay, perfect. Um, I do think he turned a corner. I I, I will say though, I would like to see. I would like to see it continue. If it continues, then you'll never hear me say another bad thing about RJ ever again. Um, James Pascal. Pascal, uh, what a great win. If that mid-range free throw line jumper keeps falling consistently for RJ, like it did tonight, 
he and the team will take that next step. We were talking about this on the playback with with uh, Benji, Ben Ridholtz, who uh, joined us for the second half. About I asked him, of everything that we always talk about, about if RJ does this or if RJ advances in this area or, or improves this or whatever, he will be – like that will be the most important thing, right? I think there's an argument for him being able to make that mid-ranger – that pull-up mid-ranger, I think there's an argument for that being the most important thing. Because here's the thing. Around the rim, he'll get better, but he's never going to, like, magically get, like, some kind of crazy athleticism. And I'm just going to say it. I think he has good touch. I never. I don't think he's ever going to have elite touch. Maybe he gets better at drawing fouls. All that stuff being said, you know – when teams are going to be like, yeah, challenge us at the rim. We feel comfortable with that. And it's going to be mostly teams that have an elite rim protector. He needs to be able to stop on a dime and pull up from 14 and 16 and 18 feet. That is absolutely vital, vital for his ability to take the next step. And then obviously the three-point shooting as well, um, which is why you love to see him experimenting with uh, these off-the-dribble threes. Um, Tibbs tonight, our starters were fantastic. That may have been the best game of the year by our starters. I would I would sure as shit say so. Um, I have to look up. I don't think maybe the starters have all scored in double figures tonight uh, or another night before tonight. I, I can't remember it, though. Um, uh, King DJ. King Deej. Macri. How you feel if Obi and Noel is the players in that Turner deal? Why'd you pin that tweet? Why are you going to make me answer that question right now? Ugh. Man. I don't know. I still don't want to trade Obi. Not for Miles Turner. Not for Miles Turner. Maybe there's... Uh, I don't know. You got me with that one. I don't know. I don't feel good about it. Um, CT Pittman, what's going on, CT? Uh, great to have you in the playback as well. Um, uh, watching the games with you guys on playback is so damn fun. Uh, thank you for coming and, and being a patron, of course. Great win tonight. Total team effort. Completely agree. Um, best team win of the season. Uh, Kenny Kenny Rose. Great defensive work by Mitch and Nerlens. Randall plays like this all year. He won't have a problem at all. RJ and Grimes were amazing. Great team win. So I just want to highlight Julius one more time. We've spoken about him a little bit tonight already. Six for 17, one of three from deep. Only took uh, three three-point attempts. 17 points. Here are the key stats for me. Um, 12 rebounds. I really do like his work on the boards, even amidst his struggles. Eight assists to five turnovers. Now, Julius had a stretch in the third quarter where I think it was the third quarter where he got a little too, little too, little too extra, I think is what the kids say. Uh, tried to thread a pass there um, through two guys to, I forget who it was down low. It might have been Mitch. Uh, it led to a turnover. He had another one where he tried to hit a cutting RJ and it, it just went out of bounds. Um, I'm more or less okay with those turnovers, which I forget what the other three were tonight. Those are the three that come to mind. Um, you'd like to see the assist to turnover ratio get a little bit closer to two to one, but all in all, I really, I, I you again, and six for 17, you know, it is what it is. I was okay with this performance. I really was okay with this performance from, from Julius from a process point of view, as well as from an effort point of view. So give, give we'll give him his flowers. Um, Wee's 88 from Sydney, Australia, not the capital of Australia. Uh, what a win. I almost don't know what to say. Just too much good shit going on. All the starters are double figures. We love to see it. RJ is just epic, man. Yeah. I mean, I, RJ, let's just uh, final stat line. 
32 points on 22 shots, four of seven from deep, um, seven rebounds, two assists, only two turnovers. You like all that? It's all good stuff. Um, I see some blue birds in the chat. I guess maybe they don't have a crow. Uh, Okay. Oh, wow. You guys are on fire tonight. Uh, Okay. Uh, Andrew, I'm picking up where at the first uh, super chat that I see. uh, Let me know if I've missed anything. Sean Ford. No complaints or Randall trades tonight. Yeah, no Randall. That's that's why I wrote today's newsletter, to try to get Randall going. I knew what I was doing. Love seeing RJ growing before our eyes. Let's, let's fucking go, Knicks. Completely agree. Jessica, another playback, uh, playback uh, denizen. Um, what a fun game. Watching it on playback with everyone was a blast. Yeah, we had fun tonight. I loved this game. RJ was amazing. Randall was great. Evan has been better. Just a fun game all around. Let's go, Knicks. Yes, thank you, and thank you um, for – for coming and hanging out too. Um, really quick, Evan Fournier plus twenty seven tonight for Evan Fournier in thirty three minutes. Um, I am going to go ahead and look up how many games this year Evan Fournier has been a uh, plus twenty seven. I am pretty sure that the number is going to be small. Um, this is the guy, like, when you go out and you commit 50-plus million dollars in guaranteed money to a guy and then he comes in and has played like Evan Fournier has played, like, I don't understand, I don't know how that doesn't disrupt everything your team is doing. And the fact that Fournier has been playing better, it's not a coincidence that the team is better, playing better. Which is that it's kind of funny that it's 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 come with, with Kemba out because they have such a good relationship. So previous to tonight – Kemba's best plus minus was a plus 21 in their Christmas day win um, at, uh, in Atlanta or versus Atlanta, excuse me, at home. By the way, by the way, I mean, this is kind of like uh, uh, an obvious stat, but maybe not. Now, in the Knicks, in Evan Fournier's best 13 games – in terms of his individual plus minus, actually, it goes even. It, hold on, it goes even further than this. Evan Fournier has been a plus in terms of the plus minus column thirteen times this year, fourteen times now. They are thirteen and one in those games, and the only game they lost was a game where he was a plus two. It was their loss in Boston um, uh, a couple weeks ago when he went 13 for 24 and had 32 points. That's the only game that he's been a plus in the plus minus that they've lost. When Evan plays well, the Knicks play well. Haitian Ferg, next up. Enough with the Randall slander. I'm fine with it. If he plays like this, no more Randall slander. Clearly he's looking for teammates more, passing out of double teams faster. RJ's the beneficiary, and I love it. Let's go Knicks. Um, yeah, RJ's the beneficiary, but but I think RJ's – he's initiating a lot of the offense. Like, Randall being more willing to defer is good for RJ to initiate, but, like, Randall drawing those doubles, like, yeah, RJ still gets the occasional kickout pass and he shoots the three – but I love when RJ when 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 Randall initiates the offense. I feel like that's good for the other guys even more than RJ. Um, so, and he passes willingly, obviously. So this is from Jeremy Blaustein. Yo, from Japan, get that crow back. Crow's right here, baby. Um, Julia's playing different now, accepting that new role, and it's working. Enjoy the crow colors. Um, yeah, it's it's. I, I would not eat. I would not eat a crow cutlet. Uh, I think a regular old cutlet's going to be fine for me. But uh, if anyone's ever actually eaten crow, I would love to know what it tastes like. Um, probably just tastes like chicken, right? Um, Jaden Sporer. I really think this team is heading in the right direction. I think that a bigger role and usage for RJ will only serve to help Julius. 
Man, we've been talking about it for a year. Plus, what does Julius look like as a number two? And we thought we got our answer early on. Not, let me rephrase that. We thought we got a hint as to our answer early on when Julius clearly had play, trouble playing alongside Kemba Walker, um, who is a guy that's a ball-dominant guy. This version of Julius alongside RJ, because here's the thing, like Julius is great at getting at drawing doubles. RJ is the one who could put the ball on the floor and really get the dominoes falling. That's when the offense looks its best. To have those two guys on the floor at the same time, it works, especially with a guy like Evan there is a nice relief release valve as well as as well as uh, Evan Fournier. It's amazing. We could go from this team looks like shit to this team looks amazing in the in the span of a week. That's that's baseball season. Um, yeah, no, it's it's all good stuff right now. Uh, Dom the dentist. I'm gonna drill a K into a tooth tomorrow. <laughs> I love that you're actually a dentist. I believe it. Um, from Brian Benjamin. One, the starters playing like starters. It's good. Two, Derek Rose will be back uh, very soon. Very soon. Three, Julius getting his groove back? Question mark. Four, fifty wins. Um, listen, I'll I'll sign for. With their schedule, the way they have the the way their schedule is coming up, you know, oh boy, um, I I probably sign for like I would definitely sign for forty three and thirty nine right now. Um, I would think about signing for forty two and forty, definitely forty three and and thirty nine. Uh, if they get better than that with their schedule upcoming, I was thinking about it today, and I don't want to put like a, a downer on onto the the chat and the post game, but like look through the West. Um, and so Western conference, they haven't played Utah at all. They need to go to Phoenix. They need to go to golden state. They haven't played Memphis at all. They still need to go to Dallas. They still need to go to Denver. They still need to go to the Lakers. They haven't played the Clippers at all. And then the only the only Western Conference team in the top ten in the West that they've played on the road is Minnesota, and Minnesota was missing their players, but they still have Minnesota coming in this week, and then um, after that you get to the bad team. So like, you know, they have challenges coming up. Like this is not going to be an easy an easy road to toe. To to say nothing of the fact that like they haven't played the Heat this year. Um, you know, they still have games against like, you know, Brooklyn and, and, and other good teams. Um, it's going to be tough. Can they do it? Yeah, they could do it. We'll see what happens. Uh, okay. Dan Hidalgo, credit to Tibbs for being able to hold things together during hashtag thumbs down gate. I like that. Uh, and convincing Randall to simplify his game, taking better shots and driving. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire. By famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. So this is from Luka Doncic. Um, <laughs> I played like, not going to say it, the word for terrible. They beat us soundly. That's from Luka. Um, uh, courtesy of Brian Townsend. 
Um, yeah, I mean, look, I, I'm always, again, I'm happy to give Tibbs credit. Is it Tibbs? Is it Randall? I, I have no idea. But this team, you know, you look at look at some teams around the league, more talented teams than the Knicks, arguably. Um, Atlanta, Indiana, how like how those teams have like failed to respond to adversity. Um, like the Knicks right now have the same record as the as the Clippers. They have a better record than the Wolves. I mean, Portland. Look at Portland. I know Dame's been out, but like still. Um, you know, they almost have a good record as the Nuggets. Like teams that we think of as like having their shit together, the Knicks are basically the same thing as those teams. Um, so yeah, Tibbs deserves some credit. Anthony Six, though. Last year it was exciting when we played well because we knew they were playing over their heads. This year it's exciting because when they play well, you see the next level of what they can be. Hashtag sixth seed. Oh, my goodness. What are they back right now? They are um, two and a half games back of the sixth seed. Two and a half games is a lot. I'm more concerned with the teams they have to jump over. Um, specifically Toronto. I think so highly of Toronto. I think Cleveland will keep coming back down to earth. I think the top five are on lock. No one's catching those top five. Um, yeah, we'll see. Again, I, I, I said it with the pod. I think on the pod I was with uh, on Fred Katz a week or so ago in which I said, like, you know, eight or nine seed I would take. I'd still take an eight or a nine seed. I'd love a seven seed. I would kill for a six seed. Um, this is from Matt, Aussie Knicks fan down in Australia. RJ is a different player when he plays with confidence and attacks the rim. I love this game and the effort of the team today. Yeah, and, and part and parcel of that is is opportunity, right? Um, the thing that you can't deny is that there were stretches this year. And look, you could just you could pull up his game log, right? Um, where he just – he wasn't a, a, a big piece of the offense. Um, and it was like, you know, they were using him as essentially like a 3 and D guy. And, like, that's not how RJ wants to play. Um, yeah, I'm, like, looking right now, like, the middle of the season. So he had that great stretch. And then he had, okay, eight, for, uh, eight field goal attempts, nine field goal attempts, 13, 19, 13, 12, 8, 10, 11. And then there was the game he got hurt against Brooklyn. And then was the Denver game, which Tibbs called him out afterwards. And then since the Denver game, here is field goal attempts. 20, 12, 16, 15, 10, first two games back after the, after the absence, 12, 20, 14, 20, 15, 21, 20, 22 tonight. You know, and you could go a few different ways with that. Is he shooting better because he's getting more shots and more of a share of the offense, or is he getting more of a share of the offense because he's playing better and shooting better? I don't know. Um, by the way, we have over uh, 200 likes. Keep getting those likes up. We appreciate it. It helps us out. It helps people notice us. And, uh, you know, it's good for us to get noticed because then we could do this even more. Uh, Manny Campos, after a game like this, instead of three stars for your newsletter, you should say, oh, my goodness, who is the Kelly Kapowski first star, Topanga second star, and Stephanie Tanner third star of the game? Boy. I'm speechless. Um, I would not go in that order, I don't think. I think, man, who gets the three stars? Kelly or Topang is getting the three stars, and Stephanie's getting the one star. I don't know who's first, though. Kelly or, Kelly or Topanga. I'm going to have to think about that one for a bit. Um, this one is from uh, Peak Motion PT. Like you, like you, not sold on RJ and Randall, 
I just want to watch a good team. I can eat crow every day. Yeah, you'll be eating crow with me with, with comments like that. I mean, I do want to see a little bit more. I want to see a little bit more. I don't want to get crazy. Um, but, again, based on where they were and the team that they played tonight and, like, I don't know, maybe the Mavs went drinking last night in New York. And and, and l- listen, let's, let's be fair. The, the Mavs missed a lot of open threes tonight. I probably should have said that before 45 minutes into the postgame. The Mavs missed a lot of threes. That said, I thought the defense was very solid. Um, so I will give them the credit that that is, is due here. Um, by the way, Fournier said tonight it was, a, it was our best win in a while. We had purpose. Completely agree. Um, this from the uh, Mavericks radio announcer, Chuck Cooperstein. Can't say I've been a huge R.J. Barrett guy, but he was brilliant tonight. Played bully ball with that big body and shot it great from all three levels. And his physicality, here's the key, here's the key. His physicality on defense with Luka was excellent as well. We were talking about that on the playback. Um, Again, hat tip to to Benji for really hammering this home. R.J. on Luka. If you could put RJ on the other team's big wing and feel good about it, makes all the difference in the world. Uh, another one from Evan Fournier said, there's no ceiling really on what we can do or on what he can do. Excuse me, RJ Barrett. That's what you want to hear. That's what you want to hear. Um, Akash Trivedi. What's going on, Akash? Long-time stream watcher, first-time poster. Welcome aboard. Thanks so much for contributing. We appreciate it. Great comments analysis tonight, as always. I put your pod and live streams on while I'm operating. Oh, my goodness. Your poor patience. My Lord. Well, they're under anesthesia, right? So then that's fine. So your poor assistants, nurses, um, thank you. Uh, I don't even know what to say. That's probably the most it's the most honored I've ever been. Um, and, and as continuing uh, Akasha's comment, every, everyone thinks I'm crazy. I think you're crazy too, but I love you for it. Uh, LFG Knicks, Star J Barrett, baby. Uh, thanks so much for that comment. I'm, I, don't, I literally don't even know what to say to that. Um, I hope you operate on me one day. Um, maybe not while listening to me. From Daniel Chang, Mitch. Julius for one half, Evan with some run-stopping threes, and then lastly, my Canadian son growing up before my eyes. Love it. Arrest Fisdale for fraud. Where did the arrest Fisdale for fraud? How is that caught on? I love that, though. Um, Hannibal Miles was at the game tonight. Shout out to Hannibal. Um, Did you see Jeremy Cohen there? I think he was there as well. The crowd was really behind Julius and wanted him to play well. Question. Is Kemba here for the duration of his contract? Oh, no. I, I mean, who knows? If I had to bet on it, no. Absolutely not. Because, I, like, I don't know. Are they rolling with Kemba as their starting point guard 41 games or 42 games in the next season? I, I, I would be utterly shocked if there was not a new starting point guard here uh, next year, I I mean, I don't know who, someone from outside the organization, someone from inside the organization, in which case, like, are they not going to figure out a way to move Kemba? Like, they, I, I don't think it's going to happen before the deadline. Maybe it happens before the deadline, but no, I don't think, I don't think uh, he's here for the duration of his contract. Uh, from DZilla, RJ Barrett, that is all. Yeah. What else can you say? Again, it it, uh, it needs to be repeated. Second 30-point game in a row. Third 30-point game in five games. And uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. 10, 11, 12, 13. Yeah, I just want to confirm that I was right on that. Fourth 30-point game in the last 13 games. And if you want to take out those first two post-COVID games, um, double figures – more than double figures, at least 13 points in each of his last 11. Pretty damn good. Um, Robert Cross is back for more. Uh, 
Cutlooks looked a bit under the weather on playback tonight. Now that <laughs> it was not Cutlooks. Now that Selden is gone, sky's the limit. Hashtag 53 wins. Go New York, go New York, go. It's fantastic. Um, shout out to Jeremy. Uh, Boston Nick. Not only was this a victory against a viable opponent, not more than a viable opponent, but opponent that has been playing great. Recently beat the best in both conferences, yes. But this was a huge victory for Randall and Fournier's confidence. Also, Mitch and Noel was way too much. Everybody every it's so funny. The only guys who who didn't make an obvious positive impact, and I don't think they played poorly, they just, you know, other guys played better is quickly and uh quickly and Obi. Quickly, two of four from the field. Um, no, sorry, I'm reading Noel's stat line. Quickly, one of seven from the field. So yeah, quickly didn't play, didn't shoot it that well. But I thought he made his presence felt on defense. And then Obi only took three shots in eleven minutes. Um, Grimes is good though. Um, okay, from Warzone Chronicles. As much as I get on Randall. The last few games, he seems to understand that the team is at its best when he gets out of the way and lets everything breathe. Um, at times, but also there are times where he was running the show tonight and he looked really good doing it. And he was drawing doubles and he was driving the lane and he took the occasional tough shot. And there needs to be a lot of that. Like this team, you know, unless like, and I've, I've toyed with this concept throughout the year, unless you have a healthy Rose and a healthy Kemba and RJ doing this and quickly doing his thing, you know, the best version of this team includes Randall doing a lot. It just has to be the right things. And he needs to be somewhat successful when he does those things. And by the way, tonight, he didn't even shoot it that well. But he did the right things. And that's the key. Um, so, yeah. Shout out. Um, uh, I saw a comment in the regular chat here uh, asking me if I thought we were finally learning how to use Fournier on offense. I think that's a two-way street. That's Fournier just playing better. And Fournier playing more like the type of player that he needs to play at like um, for us to be successful. And we haven't always seen that guy. Um, so shout out to him, you know, for, for being better. But, yeah, I think it's probably a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Um, this from Harry Donert. I wonder how much of our struggles really come down to the lack of production on both sides of the ball we were getting from the five this season. It's Harry, you never make a bad comment. It's amazing what happens when this team centers play well. It's unbelievable. Um, we had, we had, we, that was a real talking point a few weeks ago, and then we kind of got away from it. Good, good job by you bringing it up once again. Um, now we got uh, Kevin Danishevsky back uh, for more. Uh, oh, uh, Andrew's reminding me to remind you to get the likes up. Uh, we appreciate it. Any time anybody hits the like button, it helps us out. Um, Kevin Danishevsky. One note, um, Reg, oh, Reggie Bullock is lost there. Um, I know Grimes replaces him, but I'm down to take his contract on if we get something out of it, but not sure how it happens. You know, we've toyed with the idea. I Let's, Grimes, for me, has deserved the like opportunity to replace Reggie Bullock. Um, and he's been good. So I don't know that I want to take on that deal. Like you said, unless you get something, I don't think we're getting anything out of it. Um, I, I doubt Dallas does that. Um, Emil Bumansor, RJ Barrett played unreal, but I want to highlight Mitchell Robinson's performance in the fourth when we couldn't score. Yes. Thank you. There was, listen, every Nick fan, who's been around the block a few times. Your, I know it. Your sphincter tightened up just like mine did when that was, uh, what was it, a 14-point game there in the fourth quarter? And we had a couple possessions there on offense where things got bogged down and RJ missed a shot and Julius missed a shot and I think there was some other stuff there. Quickly, I think, missed a shot. 
Mitchell Robinson. He's the only truly, truly easy offense this team has. And against this opponent, he could do damage. 100%. Great comment by you, Emil. Um, he was huge, uh, and the defense was sensational. Yes, 100%. Um, Hush Zoo. Here's my theory. Let's take a sip for this. Randall in 2020, he was so good during the season, and at the end, he was bad. But now, now he's so bad now, which means he's going to be good come the playoffs. Um, sure, I'm here for it. Uh, would love to put that to the test. Also, Mac, I think RJ has been listening in. I, I, I would not be surprised if RJ is one of those guys who, like, reads a lot of what is said about him and listens to a lot of what is said about him. Wouldn't shock me in the least. Uh, Lunas Emirat. Uh, I don't know if this has been asked. What's your guess on RJ's deal number? Oh, my God. This is like a week-by-week thing. I mean, again, I, I said four for 96. I think I wrote that a week ago. If you're asking me right now, God. I don't I think I want. I was gonna say five for one twenty-five. Um, five for one twenty-five. Can I? I'll say five for one twenty-five. That's how I'm feeling tonight. We'll see. What do you think, Mister Crow? He's just he's a he's a crow. He can't talk. Um, Uh, Kareem Asor uh, says, what happens when Kemba and Rose are healthy? What happens to Grimes? Uh, something, I it just, I would, uh, I would be surprised if Kemba, there is just some part of me that does not think we're going to see Kemba again. I don't have any information on that, but I don't know. It seems like they found something. Uh, maybe Kemba comes back for a few games in the starting lineup and then they move him. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't think you can move Grimes out of the rotation. I think he's too important. I think he serves too big a role on defense and firing away from the perimeter. And obviously, you know, Rose is going to play. Uh, true story, Jay. Would you trade Randall Quick in a first for Fox? Hell no. No, 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 no. God, no. God, no. I would not. I would not do that. Um, Evan Janichin, RJ with the most 30 point games for us for an under, for under 21 year old players this year. I thought this was nuts. Yeah. Um, like give me all the RJ under 21 stat or 21 and under stats. Um, hold on. We got another comment here. Uh, courtesy of RJ on Mitchell Robinson. Sometimes when you're in the paint and you know the big is coming, sometimes you literally just throw it up on the rim because you know Mitch is going to get it. Yes. Yes. Easy offense. More, please. Um, one Chan me says, what would we trade for SGA? I don't think we have anything that um, Oklahoma City would want for Shea Gilders Alexander. Um I hope I'm wrong. Um, okay. And now I think this is our last uh, Super Chat comment. Wilton Moran, my favorite part of RJ's game was that he displayed the full offensive arsenal. Step backs, baby hooks, drives, threes, the whole bag. That's a great – that's a sign of a great player. Love KFS. Um, we love you, Milton, and we love everybody who has been watching tonight. We've been going for almost an hour. We have over 300 likes Thank you so much. Um, really, really, I can't say enough how excited I am for this win, how excited um, I get to share this with everybody. Um, man, can we just take a real quick look at the schedule before we go? So here's the games that are upcoming. We got to go on the road to Atlanta to face a Hawks team that is probably pretty desperate for a win. Um, they've obviously not been playing well. No result would shock me in that game. Hope we win. I just want to play well. Then, home, four games. 
Charlotte, playing pretty well. Minnesota, playing off and on well, but tough game. New Orleans at home, not an easy game. And then the Clippers. And then after that, I'll go a few more. At Cleveland, at Miami, at Milwaukee, tough. And then home for Sacramento, home for Memphis. And then then things get crazy because they have two long West Coast road trips with uh, one home stand in between. Listen, this is this is put up or shut up time. Can they make it to the last, you know, fifteen games of the season, hanging around five hundred? I don't know. Um, it's not going to be easy. If they play like they did tonight, they will get there. They will get there in one piece, and they will do some damage. But they have to play like they did tonight. That's all there is to it. All right. Thanks, everybody. Don't forget, uh, check out the um, podcast dropping on Friday uh, in which we're doing a mailbag. So look out uh, for Chris Procyanin's Twitter account. Uh, Probably he'll drop a call for questions tomorrow late morning, and then we're going to record tomorrow. Um, New Patreon episode we went through. Uh, me and Andrew named our all-star teams, plus we went through the awards races. That's dropping tomorrow for all of our uh, mellow tier patrons and up. I think that's it. We got another post game uh, on Saturday, so we won't see you until then. But in the meantime, checking it out, and we will talk to you later.